Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Because you have to select the number one in order to be pulled in, 
when I when we finish with your question or comment, uh, do select the number one again. This way, if you oftentimes I find that people who who comment and have questions, they will listen to the the rest of the show and decide, oh, I have something else to say, or I have another question, and we miss some of you that way because. We here in the studio think that you're, that's the same call, the question you had previously. So when you hear muted, when we take you out of queue, please select the number one so that your light here with us that we see goes off. That way if you press it again, it will come back on and we'll pull you in. Uh, just a few more things. Can't go any further for, for our new listeners. Those of you who are here with us every Monday, you know about this, but we have to keep sharing this. I have what I call my butterfly evolution baby, and it is the trash can concept. What we do is we move our trash cans. If you go, you, use one that you frequently visit. I know that sounds a little crazy, but for me, it was the one in the kitchen. So what we ask you to do is move it, whether it's from one one side of the room, one side of the kitchen to the next, but just move it. And what you will find, normal people will find that they consistently go back to its old location, to where the trash can was. And what you will find also is you're going back there without much thought process. Your mind automatically says, okay, trash. I know where the trash can is, and it takes you there. You figure out then, no, I moved it. So in doing that, what we want you to do is Allow this to help you understand that our mind keeps up with the even the most smallest, what we think, insignificant things. So if it does that with the smallest things, what do you think it does with those big things? And what that means is we get so comfortable because they, those things have become habits. Whether they work for us positively or negatively, they have become habits and you all know that we don't like to break habits because that takes work. It takes, it, it requires us to change, to identify something within us that we need to change. Who would have ever thought we could get all of that out of moving a trash can somewhere where we put our trash? But it gets deeper and bigger if you look at it on the broader scale. Every time you go back, you think about what big things am I holding on to? Lastly, before... Bringing Darren in, um, remember that we sow a thought, we reap an action. If you sow an action, you reap a habit. Remember we just talked about habit of going to the garbage can. So you sow a thought, you reap an action. You sow an action, you reap habit. We sow habits, we reach our character, and our character leads us to our destiny. So where are your thoughts taking you? Where are you allowing your thoughts to lead you? Is it somewhere that you want to go? Is it somewhere you have planned to go? Where? So that's something for you to think about tonight. So again, tonight's topic is an attitude of gratitude. I am so honored to welcome Darren Hollinsworth to the show. Like I said, we went to school together, graduated together, and so forth. So Darren, without further ado, please come on and say hello to everyone and tell us about you, and we'll take it from there. Well, hello, and thanks so much for having me on tonight. It's great to be with you. You're welcome. I have have followed your show, and, and I have been so excited to see the way your audience has engaged in our three weeks of thankfulness on Facebook. What started out as a little project for me uh, of 
a continuation of just the lifestyle that I live and has really turned into quite a, uh, a community of people sharing every day with uh, thoughts and ideas of what they are grateful for and the, the breadth of items that people are sharing from family to uh, being grateful for a space heater in this that cold snap that swept across the country, the deep freeze that swept across the country, to uh, really deep and powerful things. And then what I know from both people who have shared with me privately as well as just the trends that I see is we've got a, a lot of generous people who are willing to share openly, but there's a ton of people involved with this um, that are um, – are probably doing it much more privately, and and that is, it's it's bound to have to have a ripple effect in the communities where all of these folks live and work. So, um, this has been a journey for me of a consistent journey for probably five or six years. I got introduced to journaling gratitude through a couple of different books that I read. A lot of new teachings and, and really quite old teachings, you know, back to the Bible, talks about how grateful um, we need and expressing our gratitude. And, and, you know, there's lots of tricks and tools to do it now. It's really easy. Pen and paper always works, but there's some great apps out there, and it's just become easy to make it a habit. And I love your intro, Tammy, about creating, changing thoughts, creating habits, and making different choices and how simple and profound at the same time those can be. Um, right. But this work started for me in a very personal uh, way, and then it expanded as I uh, began to work with friends uh, who were saying, what are you doing? What are you doing differently? Um, you look different. You're acting different. You're able to face situations in your life with a different attitude and uh, Tell us more about what you're doing, and ultimately that evolved into my coaching practice um, where I made myself, you know, when you're in business for yourself, you can make yourself whatever title you want, and that's when I became the chief gratitude and affirmation officer for my coaching and consulting company, Odonata Coaching and Consulting. So that's the abbreviated version of taking a daily practice of gratitude and sharing it and watching it expand. Okay. Now, I heard you say um, that people started to approach you and say, what are you doing differently? You look differently, that you fa- you're facing things with a different attitude. So tell us, good, good point to start because of our topic, attitude of gratitude. What, wh- what is attitude to you, and, and, and where do you see people in today's world, where do you see us as it relates to our attitude? So, so first, what is kind of explain to people to you what is attitude, and because those people said to you that you face things with a different attitude. Absolutely. For me, you can you can look at the word, and you can. Uh, you, some people have an attitude like you know confidence. Some people have attitude like um, smart mouth. Some people have attitude uh, enjoy. Some people have attitudes of gratefulness, I think it's a person's demeanor and how they show up uh, in what they say and what they do and how the two match. So it's one thing to say you're grateful for something, but if you're not then following that with an action of gratefulness, 
Um, and I think action and attitude can go hand in hand. Um, attitude to me is a real choice. There are lots of things in life that we really do uh, have limited um, capacity to control. But our attitude is one of the main things that we have that uh, we influence more than anybody else. And making the choice uh, to start a day, a meeting, an event, a breath with a intention of gratitude is a choice that I have found uh, raises the level of, of the attitude. Does that kind of get you in context about how I think of attitude? It, it does, and it leads me to another question. And just just your opinion, how much of it do you feel that it, how much of our attitude has to do with our past, um, mm-hmm. our past life, our our upbringing and so forth, how much of that, because I hear you say we can control it, and I, and I want to ask that because I feel like a lot of people just adapt to their circumstances in a sense and, and, and feel like, um, well, this is, this is how my mom was, this is how my family is, this is how I am, this is just who I am. So how much of that do you think we blame on, or how much of that do you think has to do with our, our, our past, our past and present maybe? Right. I think I think a lot of people live not in their being but in their circumstances mm. and in their um, story that they have told themselves or that has been told to them or been projected onto them. So changing an attitude can be, and I acknowledge that it can be very difficult. A person can have attitudes about different things, you know, and and attitudes are different than beliefs, but but I think that um, the way you cultivate any attitude is by giving it more attention and repeating it. And so if in an attitude and you've been in circumstances that you are exposed to negativity and and really difficult situations, that becomes what you think is your normal. And shifting, shifting that can become quite a daunting task. It is little steps then that lead to uh, shifting that attitude uh, that, that have to be nurtured and cultivated and ideally supported in community and in, in uh, accountability so that you, ha- you know that you're not alone in changing an attitude. And I've done a lot of work, Tammy, in, in, in the workplace about people's attitude at work and, and bringing gratitude to the workplace. Um, and when someone has been in a job for any length of time and has had, has had challenges and difficult people to deal with, um, difficult situations, uh, it can easily become a habit. So habit and attitude can go hand in hand. Uh, when, you, when you develop, and you, you've already alluded to this, and again, I just love your introduction. When you develop a habit of any kind, whether it's going to that trash can or getting up with an attitude and, uh, and an intention, that habit can be very healthy. Sometimes we, we really focus on bad habits, 
and trying to correct bad habits. My life and my work focus on keeping people in their good habits and seeing what else that leads to. Right. I, I in hearing that, um, and then we'll we'll kind of move on a little bit towards uh, attitude. But you know, I look at it as an, an. Sometimes people come from a place of emotion as well. I have come to learn, and basically through doing this show and really trying to transform my own life, that most everything, and I'll say most, and and I almost want to say everything comes from a place within within us. And I think sometimes we could be the even the best people who typically have some of the best behavior can can come from a place of an emotional place where something has affected them, and their this 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 nice cool person can instantly become a person with an attitude because of something they maybe have not dealt with, something that has taken yep. root um, and kind of has taken on an identity for that person. So in saying that. What about the emotional part of it? How much um, we've talked about the past and the present, and I think from that people, again, attach this emotional, um, take take on this emotional state as they, because we don't deal with some things that we really need to deal with because if we don't, it just, it multiplies. You know, it's like planting a seed and you go back next year, it comes back 10, 20 roses rather than just from the one seed or so forth. So how much of it do you think um, is is an emotional process that becomes maybe a behavior because of that emotional process? You know, I have worked and studied uh, a range of positive emotions, of which gratitude is the one that I've really uh, focused on most. And I read and, and have been studying particularly recently the work of Dr. Barbara Fredrickson, we wrote a book called Positivity, and its, it's, it's subtitle is Top Not Research that re- reveals a three-to-one ratio that will change your life. And basically what she says is that, yes, we have positive and negative emotions. It will, to make a shift from a negative emotion, it will take three iterations of a positive experience, positive emotion to help offset that. So... But we've been taught sometimes as, a, as in the workplace, for example, as a work-life balance, a three-to-one ratio is not a balance. You've know, you got you to work for and look for three positive things, three positive emotions in your life, sometimes to offset one. That's why this practice of a daily list of gratitude right. is so useful because then you have a, a, an inventory <laughs> of, of the list that you've made that you can refer back to so that if you started your, your day with a list of six things, guess what? You are ready to face two negative things during your day. And that is a, a beautifully simplified ratio to look at. Yes, these are emotional situations that happen. The choice that is, is before us is to look more, study more, uh, focus more on positive emotions than we do negative emotions. And I am not a Pollyanna, an over-optimistic, um, pie-in-the-sky kind of guy. I'm a very practical, uh, research-driven in many ways. I need to see a little bit of documentation. I'm a, I'm a very spiritual, faith-filled person. But I need to see some additional um, validity, if you will, of the work that I seek to bring forward. And that's, that's my choice. But 
in the emotional realm, as you have pointed out, uh, we it, it is so important that we focus and give attention to and don't try to mask negative emotions like anger, sadness, grief, any of those. Those are real. They happen. The, right. the opportunity the opportunity that exists is to bring a complementary, and it's not always an opposite emotion, but a complementary emotion that can lift you to the next level and kind of keep you from staying in the quagmire of the lower energy, lower level emotions. I'm, I'm glad you say that because now is a good time. I, I want to share something that I found in, in kind of researching, and then uh, we can kind of switch the um, from the negative to the positive because you mentioned choices. Uh, so, so we do have a choice, and that's very important. So people write that down, mark that somewhere in your head because we make a choice, a conscious choice. And as you said earlier, Darren, that we have a tendency to focus on the attitude that brings sort of, sort of, you know, sort of the negative aspect of it. There's, mm-hmm. there's great things. You can have a great attitude. You can have a pleasant attitude. Think about, I know there's people I, I, I meet, and I think we all can all say that we've said about someone, he or she has such a nasty attitude. You just kind of know and pick up off it instantly. And for the most mm-hmm. part, we don't be around those people. So for our listeners, think, get that mindset of, of people that you've met or have to work with and their attitude, their negative attitude, um, ungrateful attitude can change your day, can change. I heard you talk about work. You know, it can change your work setting and so forth. But I came across this, and it says that um, attitude is defined as a learned tendency to evaluate things in a certain way. This can include evaluations of people, issues, objects, or events. Such evaluations are often positive or negative, but they can also be uncertain at times. For example, you might have mixed feelings about a particular person or an issue. That's what it reads. And from that, I think we can that's where we have that choice to to say, okay, this mm-hmm. is going to make my day or break my day. Um, even something as small as being stuck in traffic, as you and I talked about before coming on the air tonight, Darren, something, something as far as being stuck in traffic, even the rain oftentimes can change. Can, someone can get up and it's raining, and their whole day, they blame the, their day on the fact that it's raining, that they're not going yep. to be do, do this and so forth. So, it is a choice, and that's why we we bought we introduced the show or bought the show on by talking about your thoughts, your habits. You have to be ready to take control of your mind, your thoughts, because as as we said, they are going to lead you somewhere, whether it be where you want to go or where you don't want right. to go. You are going to end up somewhere at some place, somewhere. You know, your attitude is kind of like your eyes. It really does lead you where you want to go. Where you look, that's the direction you tend to walk in. Similarly, you know, it's a, usually being in a car or being in the lane, being in traffic, you, know, you need to keep your eyes on the road and, and on the road right in front of you because that's where you want to go. <laughs> and if, if you keep an attitude of looking to where you want to go, other than being distracted by the negative or where you did not want to go, 
Um, and the great thing about it is, now that we have these GPS devices, it's so much easier to see this. You can adjust, you know. The, the GPS device, if you get a little off path, it adjusts for you. We have that same capacity. Our, our mental and emotional capacity allows us to make adjustments in our attitude. And they're not always easy. Sometimes you've got to make three or four turns before you get back to the most efficient path. But it's, it's doable, it's attainable, and it's exciting to be in a conversation to help illuminate that for people. You know, the GPS thing, I want to, want to comment on that. I, I did a, a posting, I don't know, several weeks ago and used the MapQuest or the GPS situation, how, you know, we, you mentioned about where we want to go. If we keep our minds, you know, on that, so often we keep our minds. As we started out the show, I think you said we, 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 um, we don't live in the being but in our circumstances. We kind of stay in our circumstances. And, and thinking about the GPS if we have some place we want to go, typically we are going to put in a starting point. So think about mm-hmm. that as far as life. We are all somewhere, and we all hopefully want to be someplace. We're going towards a destination, our destiny. So when you're using a GPS or MapQuest, most times if you want to get – I was sharing this with someone today. If I want to get downtown, then I, I, I can get there quicker and better if I know where I'm coming from. So it's right. okay to identify who you are, who are you now, and where do you want to go, and map that out. But here's where I think the GPS thing is very uh, important to think about. If you get lost, you don't turn around and go back to where you started from and start all over right. again. Hey, you pull over, where am I now? You look for an address, and that's what we need to do in our lives. Where am I now? I've moved. I, I'm not that person that I left. I'm not at the place that I left from headed to this place. I've gotten a little farther. So let me regroup, let me re-enter my information, and let me start again. Because if we keep going back to that place of negativity, that bad attitude, not being grateful, not being thankful, we got to start all over from that place. And if we mm-hmm. keep going back to start over, we may never make it to our destination. That's right. So, so, Good point. Well, I am anything, um, Darren. I'm going to pull a caller in. Anything before I pull the call in, and I want him to talk about attitude. Um, he didn't know I'm gonna, I was going to pull him in, but I think it would be okay. But I want him to share a part of his book about attitude. So, anything before I pull him in? No, I, I'm looking forward to hearing from him. Okay, great. And, and this is a good time to share with everyone. Please, if you if you have comments or questions, we're going to turn this around because we want to get off of the negative part. We're in a gratitude night, so we're going to get on the thankfulness side of it um, and how we are wanting to are working to form this attitude of gratitude. So right now I'm going to pull in Anthony Collins. He's the author of Life is Outstanding. Anthony, I know you did not select number one, but, you know, I'm just going to have to put you on the spot here. <laughs> And so because of your book, um, which I read a few weeks ago, your first chapter is Attitude. So yes, if you don't mind, tell us your, I don't know, tell us what you feel about Attitude and, and just give a little bit about your book. Um, well, the reason I started the chapter 
the book off with attitude because I just believe, <clears throat> excuse me, everything starts there. And for me, I started having a negative attitude. That was the um, main focus of my life at that particular time, you know, having a negative attitude. But I started to understand that it wasn't getting me anywhere, it wasn't taking me anywhere. So I had to, like, retrain myself on how to change that. So in my book, specifically that chapter, I talk about how you can do that, how you can take um, from having a negative, negative attitude and start changing over to a positive attitude. Uh, quickly, just simply by, you know, doing positive affirmations, um, looking on, on the better things aside and things of that nature. Okay. Okay. And and so you said you changed it by looking on the positive side and changing what was it? What did you change? Just saying, like, positive affirmations to myself. Like, um, I had to, like, make a choice to change my attitude. A lot of people don't look at it that way, but really having a negative attitude or having negative energy is pretty much like having a drug addiction or alcohol addiction. If you're not careful, it'll take you down a negative spiral, a negative road. So in order to come out of that with any addiction, what's the first thing you have to do? First, you have to accept your behavior, accept your condition, and then make a conscious choice to change it. So that's exactly what I did. I made a conscious choice to change it, and I did research and searched on how I could do that. And for me, it was seeing daily positive formations. Um, you know, helping others was a very important um, important factor because I found that when I helped others, it lifted up my spirits on the days I wasn't feeling so well, so being grateful and things of that nature. Okay, okay. Anything, Darren, any questions for Anthony? I have a few, but I want to give you a shot first. Yeah, I'm looking forward to exploring his work and and because um, I think we're very much aligned and, and uh, speaking in the same direction. So uh, nice to uh, blog talk radio meet you, Anthony. Oh, thank you. Pleasure, pleasure. Nice to meet you as well. And I want to say this. I know at the time I read Anthony's book, it was amazing to me how um, Anthony talks also about the energy that we create, even through our attitudes. It's, it's, it's great to understand that 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 energy and the people we attract through those attitudes, whether they're negative or positive, you begin to attract who you are or that energy that, that you are. But what I realized, because in the book he also talks about meditation and, and just speaking life, basically. And so I have t- the book. It's called Life is Outstanding, and I have just gotten this habit of saying life is outstanding. Like in the mornings, and I realized that I was meditating in in a way, not in the the way that people typically do it, but I would have my quiet time before I put my feet on my floor. I mean, I'm laying there just kind of reflecting of what I want out of my day. And so I say this to say, going back to what Darren and I were saying earlier, and Anthony, your choices. You make mm-hmm. speak life into your life or your day every day because uh, Darren and I have this thing about a new day. Every day is a new day. Every day is a new way. You have a new way to bring value, bring a positive attitude, bring life to your life, so to speak. So I also Absolutely. like, yeah, I also liked how um, you said that, you realize, you said, if if my life, if this is my life, why don't I have more control over it? And that goes back yes. to choices, people. That goes back to yes. choices. Absolutely. So, I even like to add, how about every minute is a new chance? Every hour yep. is a new chance. 
It's just about once you recognize your situation, you can change your mood in the next five minutes. You know, you can be frustrated and aggravated and change that mood in the next five or ten minutes, but you have to be consciously aware about what's going on with yourself. And when I spoke about energy, which is Chapter 2, you have to take it from a science approach, which a lot of people don't like to go that way. You know, a lot of times in school we're just taught the, ba- taught the basics of science, but you have to go a little bit deeper than that. You have to start studying metaphysics, starting to understand how your body responds to music, how that you vibrate, how our body carries certain frequencies and things of that nature, and then you can begin to see the type of energy that you have within yourself and what type of sources that you can tap into. Right. It, it, it definitely goes back to the older adage that you know, treating others as you want to be treated and, and what you put out there comes back to you. Absolutely. All sorts of schools of thought have shared exactly what Anthony just shared, is that there, is, there, are, there are scientific approaches that have documented it, faith-based approaches that have documented it, but when you, what you give, you receive. It may not be a quid pro quo. It may not be immediately. It may not happen on the same time as you want it to happen, but ultimately what you are putting out there is what is going to come back at you. And the, the boomerang effect um, is is can be a very positive one, absolutely. I agree. Absolutely. I agree. I, you guys made me think of this um, just to talk about how we have control or we can control, and we do. And I hope you, when you hear this, you realize of how much control that you do have. It's just you choose when, where, and how, and with who that you want to control it with. I was uh, in church, and this has been a couple of years ago. I was in church, and the pastor was talking about um, basically how we can control our, ourselves, our talks, and, and how we can respond to people. And he gave the example of a husband and wife who's in an argument, in a deep, heated argument, and the phone rings. And the wife realizes that it's the pastor. So she goes from screaming, arguing, in this uh, manner of rage, basically, to, hello, Pastor, how are you? And how instantly we, <laughs> we change it. And, and, and it was profound because, you know, I've been that person, like in the heat of an argument, and not the pastor, but someone would call that I didn't want to know. I, I really do act like this sometimes. <laughs> and I change, you change it altogether. I've been there. So mm-hmm. it, it, does, it does work. We can control it. And we, we do. We just choose when we want to, again, who we want to, where, and mm-hmm. so forth. So, yeah, I mean, well, it's, it's, the same, it's the same way of someone who really chooses to have a negative attitude. It's actually people who feed off that energy, who wants to be negative, who wants to bring people down. You know, just how I spoke about on a, on a different spectrum, like when you research, you know, certain serial killers and serial rapists, unfortunately, they sought out that life. They wanted to be that person, and they was very good at it, unfortunately. So it, you can even look at it on the wrong side of things, but I think you have to look at that approach to understand how you can change that and, and and be positive. If you look at mainstream radio, mainstream TV, what are they promoting? They're promoting negativity. So that's how I tell you off the air all the time, Tammy, it's our responsibility to promote positivity, to combat that. Right, right, which is what, um, Anthony, I don't know if you're familiar with, I think I mentioned it to you where Darren has decided to do the 21 days of thankfulness. And it, we were talking okay. before the show how, 
it, it started out, Darren, I don't even think you thought that it would be that broad and people would um, respond as they did, but that's a, that's a great example of how it's going to take each of us, Darren, myself, you, Anthony, all of our listeners, we all need to start it. There's a good place to start in your home with you. Yep. So because of that 21 days of thankfulness, um, and Darren, maybe you should go over that one more time, just kind of tell them, because there's still days to go of how oh, it goes yeah. listening. Tell them, you know, how you kind of brought that about and what it has, what you thought it would be um, based on what it really yep. turned out to be. Tell them a little bit about uh, that. I have been in, uh, engaged in gratitude work, gratefulness, and, and gratitude journaling and making lists and looking at what I'm grateful for for a long time. And last year a project that I did was called Working Gratitude, and, and that's those podcasts, there were about 40, 45 of those interviewing people about what they were grateful for at work. I just wanted to collect a body of knowledge of helping people see that you can, you can use this, all of this, not just with your family or at home, but you can use it at work. So this year, as I was getting through Thanksgiving, which is my favorite holiday, and approaching Christmas, I also started something last year, right at New Year's, and Timmy, you've already alluded to it, Happy New Day. I love the greeting around the holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year particularly, because it's so often that it's the first time you see people after the holiday season, you say Happy New Year. Well, I got the bug, and I wanted to just keep saying something, so I said Happy New Day. Fast forward to this December, I was thinking, what can I do to engage people and kind of keep Thanksgiving going for a little bit of extra time? And there had been a meditation series on, on actually 21 Days of Gratitude. I think Oprah and uh, Deepak Chopra did that back in another thankfulness um, thought leader, if you will, did, did a video-related one back during November. Well, I wanted to make sure that my friends and my community um, started the year off with, with some tools that I knew worked very well. So a few days in advance of the first of the year, I start the three weeks of thankfulness event on Facebook and invite, I think I probably invited 40 or 50 people in my network of friends and family, really, not even some of my professional colleagues, but just like you, Tammy, being an old college, an old high school friend, um, I invited you as much from our friendship and because I knew you were in this conversation as I did anything. Unbeknownst to me, from, from not following quite as closely how successful you've been with Butterfly Evolution, um, you were able to help exponentially increase the number of invitations to that event went out. Another couple of colleagues uh, ended up doing that, and then friends and family have shared it, and it just grew from 40 or 50 people to over 2,000 people being invited. And that momentum then has led to well over 300 people indicating that they are wanting to engage in this conversation for the period between January 1st and 21st. Quickly, I realized people were going to want to extend this beyond the 21 days because they see the value of doing this every day in their life. So we've created a group on Facebook that is three weeks of thankfulness as a group, and you can find that uh, on Facebook by looking for three weeks of thankfulness as a group. And we can 
give the, the full address, Tammy, if, if you want to. It's the, it's the backslash to Facebook, um, facebook.com backslash groups backslash three weeks thankfulness. I left the of out just to keep it simple. Three weeks thankfulness. Pretty much if you, I think if you search for it as a group, um, and you can request to be added. Because it's what's happening, and this is the exciting part, um, that people are, are reading these posts, many of whom are not posting themselves, but they're private messaging me, Jared, are you going to keep this going after the 21 days? So what it will become is kind of three weeks of thankfulness and beyond. And so we'll keep the group alive so that people can continue to post. Uh, ideally, they're, they're certainly the things that, that are coming to them that they are grateful for. But we've had some really good posts of people being really honest that today's a really hard day, and it, it was day three or four. And, you know, but you know what? Because I was on this, in this community and in this conversation, I looked at what some other people were grateful for, and it made me think, okay, yes, I don't feel bad. Yes, I have sinus pressure. Yes, it's frigidly bitter cold, dangerously cold outside, but guess what? I have some things to be thankful for. So it's just blossomed and, um, and truly, to use your, uh, your word, Timmy, it has evolved. It's, it's been an evolution from a little uh, cocoon of a caterpillar idea uh, to an evolution of something that I think is, is making a wonderful impact. Right, right. And as you talk, you know, you, you talk about there were some people who had some challenges. I remember one in specific. I don't remember who it was, but just some things had happened, and, it, and that goes back to circumstances. Um, some things kind of had happened seemingly all through the day. And life will happen, as you've heard here. Life will certainly happen, and that's why you have to just learn to I, I feel like, and Darren, I talked again before, a little bit before the show, and I was speaking to him how I, I, ha, I didn't comment much on what I'm thankful for in that, although I followed the postings, but I'm really trying to live, as, as you said, Darren, in, in, in the being, and my being is everything that around me, sometimes those things that we just take for granted. We have a house. Even we wake up. I mean, even passing the hospital, you guys, I often look over and I thank God that I'm not there, that that I'm 45 and, and God has blessed me not to be in the hospital other than the time I was born and I had my child. That alone is is from what I see in people being sick and so forth, that alone is something to be thankful for. Just to be able to open my eyes should should like happy new day this is another opportunity and so i think so often we find ourselves looking for things when there's so many things that we pass up that we could be thankful for and should you be you are so you are so right and it's just been a joy to see the variety of things that people have engaged in um about uh, the the different ways that gratitude has occurred to them. I want to take a minute to make sure we point out uh, an author and teacher that I have studied and read for years and years and years, and 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 God rest his soul, he's no longer with us in in physical form, but his legacy and spirit absolutely lives on, and that's Zig Ziglar. And I think he may be one of the first people that coined the term and popularized the term. Make your attitude that one of gratitude or have an attitude of gratitude. And there's a couple of really great videos uh, on YouTube 
if you if you just search YouTube for Ziggler, Z-I-G-L-A-R, thankfulness or gratitude, you're going to see a couple of different ones. And he talks about a woman that he was coaching basically at one point and who was just miserable at work. And he had to kind of drill her down to find something that she was grateful for at work. And, and I use this in comparison, Tammy, to what you've said about walking around your house, walking to your car, and just being in that state of gratefulness. This woman was having a lot of difficulty, and she was just resisting Zig on every front. And you know, finally he got her to a point of starting her list. What are you grateful for? What are you grateful for? Are you grateful for the chair that you sit in? Are you grateful for the paycheck that you receive? Are you grateful for... The, the time off that you get? Are you grateful for the health care benefits that you get? And over the course of time, he relates the story much better. Zig Ziglar is one of the greatest storytellers in our time, I think. And he just re- relates how there is a way to use this attitude and to, um, as, as Anthony spoke of, to make the shift. I call gratitude a, a gateway and or a bridge you know, I live in San Francisco, so we've got this big, beautiful bridge called the Golden Gate Bridge. We think a lot about gateways and bridges here. <laughs> so I think of gratitude as a gateway to other positive emotions. And mm-hmm. I think that's what we're seeing on Facebook in the three weeks of thankfulness is that people are seeing a ripple effect. When they start to express gratitude because in addition to the list, and this is something I've only learned really in the last year or so and through some other work and study that I've done, I made lists for a long time, just kind of listing it. And that was beneficial, and my life changed, and I, I created some new possibilities for myself, um, some transformation, as you say, Tammy. And then I started to look at um, two things. First, I was raised writing handwritten thank you notes, and I can – I. In my life and career, I had done that for a long time. But then I started studying people who were writing handwritten thank you notes as part of this work. And there's one particular author named John Kralik, and he wrote a book that was originally published as 365 Thank Yous. It's now been re-released as a simple act of gratitude. But he wrote a handwritten thank you note every day, at least one, for 365 days. And the story, I won't be a spoiler, but the story was truly transformational. And um, I encourage your listeners to seek that out because that's the second component of the three weeks of thankfulness is every day find one person to write a specific thank you note to. And I'm the advocate of the handwritten notes still. I like it. I like to receive them and I like to do them. But at the very least, a thank you text thank you Facebook message, a thank you email, a thank you photograph if you're on Instagram, a thank you tweet if you're on Twitter, but that is specifically targeted to someone, and not only someone who has done something for you necessarily, but someone who has made a, an impact in your life that you want to say thank you to. And, and then in the workplace, that can have you know, exponential effects of building collegiality. And the third thing that I found is that if people will look a little deeper at their list, take one, two, or three things from that list that they make every day and dig a little deeper and say, why does this make me feel good? Why am I grateful? The, the question why 
opens up a lot of other doors. And, and what other emotions am I feeling as I write something on my list? You know, I am grateful for my little dog. And if you know me, if those of you who are listening or, or who know me on Facebook, I love my little dog. He makes me happy every day. But, you know, what else does that make me feel? You know, and that's, that's on the, the real warm, fuzzy side of things. I'm grateful at work every day that I can, can accomplish something. I'm a kind of an accomplishment junkie, and when I get something accomplished, I'm grateful. So it's what other feelings and emotions are out there because we are grateful. And then the, the new kicker that I'm really finding, Tammy, is when you ask yourself, how did I contribute to this? To refer back to our earlier conversations, what choices did I make that helped create this this person, place, thing, event, job, or otherwise? What did I do? How did I contribute to making this present in my life, and how can I repeat it? So here's what I'm grateful for. I'm going to thank somebody specifically, and I'm going to look at it more closely every day. And in the few minutes that I've just outlined that, that's about how long it takes to go through that exercise every day. And the people that are responding to us on the three weeks of thankfulness are really seeing that um, on lots of different levels. Right, right. And, and and I so agree, you know, and with the thank, the handwritten thank you note, go the extra step and mail it. And I always say in mailing it, you guys, we save somebody's job because technology is taking over, and I'm not going to stay on this, but I just I want to say this because <laughs> it's important that we realize that every time we pay bills online, every time we've, we've come to the, going to this paperless world, and in doing that, we are eliminating jobs. Jobs are, are, are computers are who people are employing. So when you mail a letter um, and you think if we all mail someone a, 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 a thank you note for 365 days, don't you think that might save someone's job at the Postal Service? It, 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 think, about, think about before. all of that. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 I'm a huge advocate for many reasons, and you bring up just one that are beyond just the emotional feel-good of the handwritten thank you note, but the, the, um, the exercise of, of hand-eye coordination and what you learn as you write something right. and what mm-hmm. you remember as you write something, mm-hmm. there's all sorts of studies. Um, you know, I want your listeners to really uh, understand part of my attitude about this since we're talking about attitude of gratitude and creating a new day every day with gratitude that may seem a little um, uh, idealistic. But the research, that some of the research that backs this up can be found um, from the University of California, Berkeley. There is a center for the science of the greater good, and there's a whole body of work that has had um, private funding, donated dollars, foundation dollars directed toward the study of gratitude. And the, the uh, website to look for there is greatergood.berkeley.edu. And that's a funding to explore, but there's a gratitude tab uh, that's pretty prominent. Uh, and, and your listeners could get a lot of good content um, on this this idea of how gratitude is now being studied 
to show its, its um, beneficial effects. All right, awesome, awesome. Well, we have a caller, and I know we're getting down. I don't. I know you have to to, to go um, within an hour, but I wanted to, I want to get this caller in, Anthony. Before I do, I want you real quick to give out your tell us what's happening Wednesday, and then tell them how to do what they need to do. Okay, Wednesday, my book is actually being released, um, which is the fifteenth. Um, Life is outstanding is the title. Um, you can reach my book on Kindle, um, Amazon. Barnes and Noble and my website, which is www.anthonydcollins.com forward slash book. Thank you, thank you. You guys are, is a wonderful book. Now, Anthony, you can stay on. I'm not going to put you. If you need to leave, go ahead. Uh, but I'm going to keep you on. And but if you need to go out, uh, you might want to hear this one as well. I'm okay. bringing in nine seven two area code uh, last four seven two zero seven. Caller, you're on the air with us. Hello, everyone. Hello, Tammy. Hi. And hi, Darren. Hi, Darren. Hi, Anthony. Hi. Um, I'm calling just to – I'm doing great, everyone. I'm calling just to commend Tammy on doing this show, but also really to commend you, Darren, on the 21 Days of Gratitude because I just want to share with you how powerful this has been in my life over the last couple of weeks. Tammy Tammy and I – we talked a couple of weeks ago, and she told me about the 21 Days of Gratitude. And um, I'm also someone that, that read um, Anthony's book as well, and so, you know, his word has been powerful as well in my life. But in the in the 21 Days of Gratitude, right before that, probably a couple months before that, I've been really watching my words and, you know, trying to pay attention to what I focused on. And daily before I get out of bed, you know, I quote Psalms 118 and 24, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. But when Tammy came to me and said, okay, Tika, we're going to do the 21 Days of Gratitude, and she told me about you, Darren, and, and, you know, how you started this and all about it, and she told me how we were going to journal, you know, the things that we were grateful for and then write a handwritten note and then reflect on, you know, those steps one and two every evening. And so I began doing that, and I began journaling that. And something on what you said earlier, how you saw gratitude as a gateway, and that's what it definitely is. Gratitude, I do see gratitude as a gateway or a, door, or a doorway to wholeness. It truly is. Mm. And just with the, the different things I've been doing in my life, with watching my words and being intentional on how I want to start my day before I put my feet on the ground, this added to it. It, it was the one thing that came into perfect place with adding to how I was going to further walk throughout my day. So as I began doing that, it just started my day so perfectly and so peaceful, and it allowed me to focus on things that I wanted to focus on and focus on things that would brighten my day. And I took it one step further to where I went to work, I started going to work, and I found out, you know, somebody she told me that I, I think that first day, I don't, you know, I kind of thought about it, and I said, I'm going to ask my, my coworkers, what are you grateful for? And to be honest, I'm going to share, I usually don't like to say anything negative, but I work with a lot of women that I hear them complain a lot. I'm always trying to find ways to, like, lift them up or, or, you know, encourage them, but nothing has encouraged them or lifted them outside of what I'm doing now, and it's simply me coming to them, asking them, what are you grateful for? And I still, and the only reason why I began asking them that was because daily I write down what I'm grateful for. So as mm-hmm. I began asking them daily what they were grateful for, I have watched women go from having a tight face or a tense face, 
I have actually watched their face transition into almost a, a, it's, it's almost as if they go to a tranquil place to come back and give me a genuine answer. And the oh, answer comes wonderful. out so peaceful and so so serene. It's like it, the, the whole atmosphere changes. It completely changes. And then I ask the next teacher, and then it, it, I, I walk away, not just completely walking away, but I've been, my handwritten notes have been thanking each of my coworkers for their contribution to where I work and their contribution to what they do oh, and beautiful. their contribution for the young people of tomorrow. So I'm thanking them daily, and they never know. Nobody knows who's going to get a note from me. It's just, you know, I can be passing through the hallway or maybe in one of their classrooms, but I'm thanking someone daily. And I've, I've, watched, I've watched the transition where I work. And another thing that I've also been able to do is in me wanting to walk better, I told myself I wouldn't allow anyone to come into my atmosphere bringing negativity. So if they walk into my atmosphere, my, my, my space, they have to be grateful walking into my space because I don't want to carry anything that they have on them. And then when they come into my atmosphere, they're going to carry away with them what's in my atmosphere, gratefulness. And they walk away wow. with it. And, and it has been so huge and transforming for me to where I've carried it even into my daughter's lives. Today we started, because we've been also doing that walk, and I'm asking my daughters what we're grateful for, but today we sat down as a family. We woke up early this morning, and we sat down as a family, and we all spoke of the things we were grateful for. We read the Bible. We read a daily devotional. And then we also shared with one another what we were going to go out and do in showing gratitude to others today. And I have a teenage daughter, so from 18 to 13. And so... I just wanted to share with you that the difference that that has made in my life just, and I've only been doing it for a couple of weeks, but I can honestly say I'm not going to stop after 21 days. I want this right. to be a permanent, permanent walk for me. And like in everything you say and everything that Tammy said as well, we choose, we, when, when people are not recognizing what they're grateful for, we, we so choose what to focus on. And whenever our attitude is, is anything other than a grateful attitude, it's only simply because we're focusing on the bad or we're focusing on something that has taken place, some form of extrinsic circumstances, not realizing that nothing on the outside of us controls our attitude. It's from within. And And if we choose to not focus on what has taken place on the outside of us or what has been said towards us, if we step back, take a deep breath, even if something was said to us by another person, we can always come back and find the good in it because there's good in every single thing that comes to us. I, I believe that wholeheartedly. You can find something good in every single thing. But this has been such, um, oh, my goodness, I almost don't know the words for it, but this has just been such an uplifting step in my life, doing something as as been writing down daily what I'm grateful for. And like I said, it's spilled um, over into my job and it has spilled over into my family. And see I, Darren how Darren from California from from California right, California, right, Darren? Yeah. Mhm. Right. And she's in Texas and, and that's what we meant earlier. If we all start something, it doesn't have to be 
what you know, Dar- I, my thing and and Anthony's and Darren's, we're on that 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 transformation, that thankfulness, attitude, gratitude. We're on that, but you may be on something else that will empower someone else. And we have right. to, if we want our surroundings to change, if we want to change, we have to do what society is doing. The thing, because people will follow what's popular. So let's make gratitude popular let's make being people of integrity morals values ethics let's bring that back and people will catch on they will not have a choice they will not have a choice so um Darren, so I, I don't want to okay. hold you any longer than than i can i know i said i'd get you so out of here I, with I, I an really hour. do i want to <laughs> i want to thank your caller from texas because it, it fills my heart to hear uh, her words you know i've seen some wonderful affirmations on Facebook, you know, typed out, but to hear the heartfelt expression of enthusiasm, energy, and the ripple effect that it has had in her life and the lives of teachers and and family that she shared it with. And that's a real passion for me, by the way, and I I will. uh, Among the parting thoughts that I'd like to leave your listeners with are a couple. I did do that podcast for over uh, 45 or 50 different conversations, and people can listen to those at workinggratitude.com because working gratitude works. And if, if you take it to work with you, what I did is I interviewed people from a variety of professions. And I'm sorry I didn't text the name of the person from Texas, but there are teachers in the archives of those Working Gratitude podcasts, and you will hear some of the similar threads for them of the way gratitude um, could change situations at work. So that's a real passion for me. I I just want to share a couple of other quick tools, Tammy, that I pointed out online, um, but there's an app. We all love our devices, our smartphones, and our our, uh, tablets and so forth, and there is an app that is uh, called Grateful. And it's from an organization called gratefulness.org. And I really encourage your listeners who enjoy having an app to use during the commute. And this one's a good one for children because it's a simple, fun little game of planting a seed of gratitude. And you can make your list and you can even take a photo of something that you're grateful for. And so it's a seedling the day you plant it. And then the next day it comes, you come back and it's bloomed into a sunflower. And so gratefulness.org offers a lot of good content for this conversation. Uh, they're a wonderful nonprofit that has embraced the, the spread of gratefulness, and I think that your listeners would enjoy that. That app is a good one. There are so many resources. I hope that over the next uh, – please do, if you're listening – uh, join us in the event on Facebook or on our group. I will be posting in the next few days some ideas that have come to me and that I've used over the past several years. And, and your, our Texas caller could, might have fun with this one. And I've created gratitude groups or grateful groups. And I gather a few people, and it's really nice to keep these in them. I love the this blog, and I love the idea of what we're doing in the virtual community, but if you will take this idea and gather around you three, four, five people that will enter into a conversation about gratefulness with you, 
answering just two or three questions. What are you grateful for today? What challenge are you facing that we might be able to help you find some gratefulness in? And what resources, what tools, what are you reading, what are you listening to? You'll find a little community, a little cell, a little little, uh, uh, sense of support in your immediate physical community, be it family or friends or work colleagues. That's the way we're going to continue this after uh, the three weeks of thankfulness is up. So, Tammy, thank you so much for having me on tonight, and I wish I did have a little more time with you, but I really love and appreciate what you're doing. That's okay. And so that was gratefulness.org. Um, that's your blog, correct? The gratefulness.org is a whole other organization that is. is oh, workinggratitude.com. That's yours. Okay. Correct. Workinggratitude.com. Okay. So workinggratitude.com. Okay. Well, thank you. And, and you guys hold on. We're going to keep going for a few more minutes. I have a few, few more ending words that I want to send out. So for our listeners, hold on. And, and Darren, we have to do this again just to keep this uh, gratitude thing going, okay? I, I'm in. I am in. And thank you all for listening tonight. And, Tammy, thank you for your good work. Thank you. Thank you very much. Take care. All right. Okay, you guys. Just a few, I, I'm going to really try this, this year to keep you um, under an hour. I've gone a little bit over and I still didn't get any of the commercials in, so I have to do better. I have to learn to do better on that. Um, that being said, I want to um, call her Texas. You're still on with us. Did you have any any other final words that you wanted to give out as well? And I have I've written all these things down, you guys, and I'll post this on probably on the show, blog talk, on the comments for this show, and I will also post it on my Facebook page as well. I just, um, this is Chasequa, I just wanted to reemphasize how uh, gratitude is a gateway and a doorway to wholeness. And if being grateful is a freedom, and it's a freedom from anger, it's a freedom from resentment, it's a freedom from bitterness. So any of those things that we're dealing with that are not good or whole or broken, broke, you know, any form of brokenness, any form of, of pain, all of that, gratitude is your gateway from that. And it's the gateway to take you to wholeness. It's through the vessel of gate of, of gratitude. Right, right. It truly is. And and if, if if you know, that's the seed I want to plant for tonight, that gratitude, that's your way out. And and, and that's your way up. Right. Because right. having having an attitude of gratitude, when I say it, it makes me more peaceful. It it ties into speaking positive words and and attracting attracting positive energy to myself and you know emitting positive energy from me. It ties into all of that because it it it's, it's like it's you can't have one without the other. So they all they are all one. Positive attitude, positive affirmations, positive words. Um, and an attitude of gratitude, they all tie into one. And that, I mean, that this this is a show that is a great way starting this year off. It, it truly is. It's, it's like the timing is perfect because this gives people something to work with that I don't know if you had a show on this subject before being, you know, um, specific, specifically tied to an attitude of gratitude, but this is extremely positive and extremely powerful and, it, this will carry you through the rest of the year for whoever is listening, you know, for anyone and all who is listening. 
it's that attitude of gratitude. Right. The There's a few, and thank you, Tika, for 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 that. And and I hope, um, as you were talking about your job, now what what will really be awesome is is if the teachers there that you work with, your coworkers, and and whomever else, how we have to look at this is what if they go home? What if they take that attitude home? How they're home life will change. So that's what it's about when we say one person, take the torch, pass it on, go do what you need to do with your with your torch. So before we end, I do want to share a few quotes with you guys that, and, and I found many, and, and that's something I've come to love is just searching for whatever I'm, I'm dealing with or whatever I'm going to be talking about on the shows. I go and search. I look for quotes on, on those things, and I found two out of many, I'm just going to share these two for no particular reason. One I really liked, um, and so I'll share that one last. But there's one that says, someone else is happy with less than what you have. And that is so true. There there are people out there, we have we, we wake up with homes, we wake up with, with utilities. There are people that have no home, they have no coat. While, I love this one. While we're searching for shoes to put on, someone doesn't have feet. Same, you know, we have all these choices. I look at my closet, I have all these choices of shoes, and someone doesn't have feet, yet I still have trouble. Well, which pair of shoes I want to put on, really? So think about that. Someone else is happy with less than what you have. And then this one, gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance. Chaos to order, confusion to clarity. It can turn a meal into a feast, a house into a home, and a stranger into a friend. And that's by Melanie Beattie, I believe. I don't know the author of the other one, but it says gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. And I think that's what our caller said about wholeness, but it just turns what you have into enough. It allows you to... Enjoy and embrace your moment. Be thankful. Be grateful for what you have. Only then we can really get more, gain more, and appreciate that. So often we're in this phase of life thinking about what happened in our past or we're in this phase of life thinking about what I want for tomorrow rather than being thankful and enjoying, enduring, and coming up with a plan to get away from your past, to deal with it and move away from it so that you can enjoy your tomorrow. So a lack of, of, of ungratefulness really destroys not only today but your tomorrow. So thank you guys for tuning in tonight to tonight's show. Remember to, to take upon you starting tonight, don't wait till tomorrow, um, an attitude of gratitude in everything, and watch your life change. The things that you're complaining about, the things that you're worrying about, if it happens like you think it will, you've worried for nothing, you've had that attitude for nothing. If it happens totally the opposite, if it turns out greater than you ever expected, you still wasted some precious time worrying about it or having the nasty attitude, and no one wants to be around people that are negative and have a nasty attitude. So thank you all. Um, our next show will be Monday, next Monday. In addition to that, we're also doing a show on Tuesday. I don't want to give out 
much information about that, but please stay tuned. So remember, mark your calendars that Butterfly Evolution is going to be on Monday, for sure, but we're going to be on Tuesday. I'm asking all of the women to come back to that show, and I want the men to come out too, but I want you guys to just kind of sit back and listen and um, and have an attitude of gratitude for what the women are going to do on that night, on Tuesday night. So be prepared for that. I want to thank you guys for, for just tuning in, hanging in longer than an hour. I'll do better next week. And if I don't, I'll say that again next week, and I'll try the next week. So have an attitude of gratitude for my disobedience in um, keeping you more than an hour. That being said, I want to thank you all. A special thanks to our callers who uh, came in and commented and questioned. Anthony, thank you for allowing me to pull you in uh, without notice. Uh, Tika, thank you for your wholeness, especially I really like that one, that wholeness. So thank you for sharing it with your coworkers and keep us updated as to how that continues to change the atmosphere at your workplace. And that being said, you guys just hang on a little bit and listen to this song. Don't hang up. Let it play out and change your attitude as you think about this. Don't forget to move those trash cans. And, again, thank you for tuning in to to. Tonight's episode, an attitude of gratitude, and as always, thank you for your support of the Butterfly Evolution Show. You may not have 